Um, are we going from there? No, I don't just know. do the, just do here, okay. and I'll just slot it in. All right. Oh, said the bishop to the choir. <laughs> This is Wheels on Fire, an absolutely fabulous podcast. I'm Cooper, a super fan since season one. I'm Leo. I've seen the early episodes hundreds of times, but I don't know the later ones quite so well. And I'm Peter, a casual viewer over the years, but it's been great watching them with fresh eyes and friends and getting fully immersed in the show's true genius. So pour yourself a glass of champagne, sweetie, and join us as we revisit another fabulous episode. Feeling locked in during lockdown, darling? Prepare to curl up in the fetal position with a bowl of Bombay mix and get fully dilated as we're about to deliver our season two finale. This is episode six from season two, Birth. So a bit like the war then, but without the war. (laughs) So a bit like the war. Welcome to the finale, boys. Ah, that's it. Done. Another season gone. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Like the dawn. I feel like I like this whole podcast is just me going. What's that from? Well, you're getting there. You just before we started recording today, you came up with your own abfab quote. I did. You know what we could do once we've got through everything? We could go back and redo it like they did the Star Wars trilogy. Do do you now knowing just the bits that you know? Add in a CGI jab of the hut. Yes. Yeah. What did you call me? <laughs> but yeah, another. Se- I can't believe this season has just whizzed by. Hello, hello, hello. And behold, we're at the end of season two. <laughs> we really are. It's crazy. It's been a lovely opportunity to catch up with you both regularly and have champagne. <laughs> I've yes. enjoyed that immensely. It was very nice to have the delightful, <gasps> delectable, and delicious Harriet Thorpe. On oh my god, the show. divine! We divine. had an actual cast member. I know. Can and you could she it? have been lovelier? Answer: No. No. <laughs> no, no way. Absolutely no. lovely. Even if she did turn up in a bloody dressing gown. You say dressing gown? How dare you? The dressing gown. You mean the elegant kimono? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got some kimonos. We bought some. We bought some on Harriet's recommendation. Some caftans. Caftans, they're not kimonos. Caftans, oh, yeah. I'm muddling you, them up you, again. Yeah, I just bitch. can't get them right. Because Cooper's got the tits for a caftan. So oh, yeah, we thought right, we'd yeah. give them a go. Mm-hmm, Little mm-hmm. now. So when, <laughs> when we jet off on our holiday, which hopefully will happen this year, who knows? I that? mean, chance in your mm-hmm. own. Mm-hmm. Well, fingers crossed, not holding our breath. But if we do get to go, we will be on the beach in a lovely casual caftan eating dress. Do you know what? If we don't get to go, I'm going to the White Cliffs of Dover. I'm going to put on my caftan (gasps) and I'm going to rock it. Film you with a drone. Yeah. 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 Slow motion. (laughs) Like Kit Bush. (laughs) Too hot, too greedy. Cooper's Wuthering Heights. (laughs) Me stood there going, welcome to the UK. So what has been your obsessions this week? Well... (gasps) I have an easy, easy one. This is thanks to Peter, actually, because we have just started watching Shit's Creek. Oh, I mean... Late to the fucking party. Jumped on the bandwagon. Sweeps the boards at the Emmys and all of a sudden they're Yeah, they're in. Well, we started watching them before they got all the Emmys. Yeah, Peter. And I'm just gutted we didn't get into it sooner, but it means you can binge it. And yeah. you can just watch and watch. I have really gotten into the fashions of David Rose as well. Oh, I think yeah. I've just bought so many black sweaters, 
or and, jumpers. We and call Moira them Rose. You can be David. I'll be Moira. Yeah, you could be Moira. <laughs> I want my wig. Can yeah, I get that wig. <laughs> oh, can you imagine having that many wigs? Oh, we were just got saying. Them all named. Yeah, we were yeah. just saying about you having a few hair pieces yeah. and wigs. Was I might try it. Yeah, get a hair system, Pete. If this podcast ticks off, I might. Yeah. Swap my treat, treat yourself. Treat myself. Yeah. <laughs> I was saving that for after my run, David. Yeah, it's really made you up your wardrobe game. Well, it has because I've just bought so many black sweaters. Um, I've actually been in touch with Charles Liu to try and get some sweaters from him pieces. because his stuff is black and white legend. I mean, he he lives in black and white. And I feel myself a, as in a Charles. I mean, Lou I original. filled myself with Charles Liu any day of the week. But um, <laughs> you could be like Charles Liu's muse. Yes, muse. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> oh god you're getting all flustered yeah, yeah. how easy to all over his words David. my celebrity crush so yeah I just want to um, stop David 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 Peter what are you into what's oh, going down because there's nothing else to do I watched the boys in the band on Netflix last night any good it's really good actually very in keeping with this week's episode because it's a play it's just one location it's like somebody has a birthday party in their house oh, and it's one, sort of like one... this episode where they're all Eddie and Patsy and Safi and Gran are just all in the one room yeah it sort of ties in but it is it's very good and it's very like play like it's just one location lots of like witty dialogue yeah. and, and then it all gets a bit serious and a bit tr- yeah yeah and this episode really is very Great that. Cast. It's very play like you've got your set. Mm-hmm. It's very enclosed. You can feel the claustrophobia. We see a lot of Saf getting up out of one chair and quickly moving to another oh, part of the room. There's a lot of room. stumping across the room. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it's funny when Eddie does that whole bit about pushing the walls, and we'll get to that because. The... So that's this week's episode done, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> no, but there's that whole feeling yeah. in the episode of being enclosed and you can't get away and you've got to face some demons. The girls are going to face some demons in here, face some trauma. and and, you know, get it out there and exorcise those demons. Well, that is very Boys in the Band. Is it? Yeah, 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 definitely. Has it got a tragic end? Because gay stories normally do. Gay films. Um, well, or a sticky I mean, end. I've often come to a tragic Slash. sticky end. <laughs> I mean, spoiler <laughs> alert. It gets it gets a bit serious. I don't right. know. I don't know whether you... I'm not going to say. All right. No, no, don't. But it's good. I would recommend it. It's it's great. got a great cast. It's very well acted. And it's funny. There's some great character. Oh, we oh, shall give like that it. a watch. We Thank will. you for your recommendation, Peter. Something I do just want to remark on at the beginning of this episode, before we kind of set off on birth the episode and bring our season two to a close. We've had quite a few reviews left on our Apple Podcasts page, which has been really nice. Thank you so much to everyone. So lovely. Especially the five star ones. We have had a couple of reviews on the Wheels on Fire podcast from people who have taken issue (laughs) with some of the storylines in Abfab. And so the review has basically read, you know, I didn't really like this program because of X, Y, and Z. How now, mean they were to their daughter. Because of how mean they were to Safi. Yeah. I can't <laughs> believe brilliant. people, maybe yeah. this is what passes for humour in Britain, but in America, we don't abuse children and laugh at it. Lies. Now, <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> now, the first thing I would say to anyone thinking about leaving a review, please leave a review for the Wheels on Fire podcast. <gasps> please, yeah. As opposed to the show itself. We, yeah. we are our <laughs> own being. But I feel like if you're looking at Abfab and you're seeing it as a story about how two adults mistreat and abuse a child, you're really missing the point of what Abfab is. The whole joke, the fundamental underlying joke of Abfab is that Eddie and Patsy are the kids. They are the kids run wild. They are the kids in the 60s and the 70s. They're rebellious. They're doing what they're not supposed to do. They're wild. And Saf 
it's that whole Freaky Friday idea of Saf being the parent figure mm-hmm. and trying to control them and she's exasperated and she can't cope with it. And that's the joke because it's twisted. If you just think don't it's get a, it twisted. <laughs> yeah, don't get it twisted. If you just think this is a story about a parent being horrible to a child, then you're I'm sorry, thick. darling, but you're you're missing the joke. Leon's been building up to say this one for a little while. He's been building this up because we've wanted to talk about it. Yeah. yeah no, and I'm I feel not like interrupt you when you're No, we wouldn't when you're Absolutely fabulous mm-hmm. is one of the best written, best acted bits of British comedy ever. And the, the whole joke is that twist of Eddie and Patsy as the kids. And it, when people just don't get that and think this is laughing at someone being horrible to their daughter, I'm just like, mate, you don't get it. So after my rant to the lovely yeah, listener about why they should be laughing at Abfab and not should crying we? about it and why they should just be leaving us for Oh my God, years. okay, we got it. <laughs> what, what else do you want to talk about then, Pete? Oh, no, I do feel, a little bit. I feel like we should crack on with the episode. Let's crack on with the episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very dramatic start to this episode. It's very dramatic. Saf's scream is, in this episode is on a par with the Morocco episode when she was getting touched up by <laughs> Humphrey. <laughs> And the way she puts her finger in her ear when she's on the phone. Yeah, like with um, her fingers extended. Yeah. Very posh. Well, her well, dance experience. We said this episode is very theatre. That would be how you would do it, playing to the back of the room with her finger <laughs> in her yeah, yeah. You know, it's not just going to be a small <laughs> hand gesture. Yes, hello, fire service please. Fed 4, Claremont Avenue, London W11. Something I notice when Saf comes running down the stairs, if they're meant to be in bed and this is a fire in the middle of the night, why has someone only very recently just switched on that lava lamp? Because if you have a look at the lava... It's not yet warmed up. It's like half up. And I did clock that because I used to have a lava lamp. And Why would the lava lamp be on at all if it was the night time? Well, I know, but it is. And if it was bubbling away, it's obviously been on. But just a minor point, something mm. I picked up mm. on when I was watching. Someone just like ran in just before they were about to click action. And sh- yeah, so note to anyone with a lava lamp, if you want them to look good when you shoot your scenes, when the mm. firemen come around, switch them on <laughs> you early. Shoot your scenes, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when, it looks like it's the morning. I was going to say, it looks like outside. Yeah. Mm. Or maybe Saf got up early then. Yeah. First thing Saf does when she goes downstairs is switch on her lava lamp. Oh, yeah, that's, maybe that's she right. just turned it on. Because yeah. she wants yeah. it bubbling throughout the yeah. day. So, okay, <laughs> yeah. she was maybe just, you know, sitting in the lounge yeah. and the fire alarm. No, but she runs off. from the top of the stairs. Oh, God knows. Maybe she was Why would she? Around. She would see that she didn't see the fire, just casually walk up to the top <laughs> of the stairs. Thinking, fire! She was probably just sat on her bed listening to her tapes. Oh, yeah. She's doing her morning dump. She got- <laughs> <laughs> no, she was sat in the bedroom with her little cassette player. There we go. I'm glad we sorted that out. But have you ever been in like a household like emergency, like a fire or like a thing that's been like? Ah! We have actually. You remember we were in Oslo and the fire alarm was going off at like half six in the morning, five in the morning. Not so much a fire emergency, and the fire alarms were going off, and it was to get out. And a little couple come through the door, and they went, "What are we supposed to do? Where do we go?" I was like, "Well, the, the fire is supposed to get out, ain't ya?" And people were like looking at looking out the door, going, "What is it? Where do we go? Will you just go? You just go." <laughs> I have uh, luckily enough never been in a house fire. No, I've never been in the house fire. I've flooded my flat at uni before. You flooded your basement before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, we were on the second floor and I flooded both floors below us. <gasps> oh, it was during the summer and I stayed in the flat 
And the toilet cistern was a bit weird and it wouldn't stop filling up. And oh. I wanted to go into town shopping. So I got a frying pan and wedged <laughs> it underneath the, the ball cock to hold it up. And I thought, that'll give me a couple of hours to go and buy some stuff. And then when I came back, the fire brigade and the police were like about to knock down my door because the, the frying pan had slipped and then the toilet had filled up, overflowed, oh. and it and it flooded the Buddhist center on the first floor. <laughs> And oh, the, the restaurant on, on the ground, ground floor. Bang, bang. Yeah. But they so. didn't see that coming. Come on, ladies, we have to evacuate the building. We must leave now. So Eddie is having a full-on Cooper moment where she needs to get I out of the house. I knew you were going to say that. She needs to get out of the house. The house is on fire. Come on, we've got to go. And all she can go is, none of my clothes. I can't pick. You know, none of my, all my clothes are horrible. None of them fit me. <laughs> I can't you, even say anything because that's not me anymore. Mm, since Slim she lost Jim. the weight. Yeah. Oh, since she lost the weight, she's yeah. changed. I can wear whatever I like. It doesn't matter what you wear. Come on. Oh, God, I just hate all my clothes. Why have I never got anything to wear? But it, <laughs> but it is this, this like, tragedy's brought out. Just all of her insecurities are just yeah. flooding out into your bed, into this bedroom. Her weight, her wardrobe. All in this moment, everything's come yeah. crashing together. The trauma. This episode is all about trauma. And mm. at the moment, as we open the episode, Eddie is just awash <laughs> with trauma. Yeah, the floodgates are open. And nothing fits, bless her. But she is wearing a rather elegant kimono. Mm-hmm. She really is. I'm just a- when Eddie grabs the shawl and puts it over her shoulders, when we were at uni one day, my good friend Louise, she came back from shopping in town and she was like, oh, I've bought us all something. So there were four of us in the house. And she'd bought us from a shop this exact shawl that Eddie has very, I mean, she looks like she's in mourning, like a, a gypsy in mourning, the way she's wrapped it around her head and she's clutching a crucifix, even if it is Eloquois. And we would sit watching telly in our house of uni, <laughs> rather than putting the heating on, we'd just wrap our shawls shawl around, around ourselves. Yes. Did you hold your Lacroix crucifix? I didn't have one, but if I had one, I think I'd a, I think I'd a, a Gucci one. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> isn't that, isn't that the shawl that you shat on? <laughs> no, I didn't shit <laughs> on the shawl. I didn't shit Did on you the shawl. Oh, that's really it. good alliteration though. <laughs> <laughs> I have ne- never have Sharon I Sharon ever- shat on the shore. <laughs> Leo shit on the Leo, shore. Yeah, never have I ever shit on the shore. <laughs> I was feeling very poorly one day, and on our sofa we had a white. Th- As you do at uni, you have a oh, throw of white sofa. This. It's gross. And you know we were sitting watching Hollyoaks, and my stomach was <laughs> my stomach was churning. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? It's um, Nikki Graham. My stomach was churning. Everything I ate, I just shat out. I went to do a little blow off, as you do, a little trump. And I suddenly clenched. I thought that was more than just a little trump, oh, Leon, wasn't no. it? So I got up. I had my pyjama bottoms and my T-shirt on. And I got up and I went, I said, oh, you know, just went to the, in the ad break. And as I left the room, I went up the stairs. I looked back and I could see between my poor housemates oh, on the white throat was a little brown me. patch. That it had gone right through. What yeah. did you do? Did you just go upstairs, pack your bag, no, move so out, and I never did. see this them again? I, I quickly ran back down and I sat back down on it. Oh. Right. And then I waited for the next ad break, hoping they wouldn't spell it. <laughs> and in the next ad break, I said, should we have a cup of tea? And they were like, I'm like, oh, you make it. I don't feel well. And then as they got up and went to the kitchen, I wrapped the whole throw from the sofa around me. And I was like, just going upstairs for a bit. Like Eddie, again, like a gypsy look. Hilarious. And I went upstairs and I bleached the patch because it was a white throw. And, you know, they were none the wiser. Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt. Fucking diarrhea on your eviction day. Who needs that? 
can we have a moment for the firemen? The firemen's pretty hunky. I'm quite yeah. into it. Oh, which one? Let's have a look. They're all pretty hunky, actually. But the one who said you need to get out. Yeah. Um, do you see how like real, like precise he said it? He must. I think he'd done that a few times because it was like perfect. He'd be really kind of, obsessing over the yeah. line. He'd been like, you know, come on, ladies, you've got to get out. Come on, ladies, you've got to get out. Come on, ladies, we have to evacuate the building. We must leave now. Him. Yeah. Oh, real daddy. But you, uh, no, we know that's no not a, a, a gentleman like you one would in, like. I feel like the one in front of him was a bit more of my time. Oh, what was he? Nineteen. <laughs> from some far-flung exotic corner ah! <laughs> yeah so the firemen are pretty hunky and <laughs> eddie's in full on like little italian grandmother at mass yeah mode. <laughs> clutching her boot safi's got that fucking jumper on again yes that jumper the j- jumper is haunting this season i mean i'm i'm fine with it but i don't need to see it three times because you said before that you were kind um, of like yeah, are you I don't, a bit over I don't, it now i don't hate it i just i'm like and you know there's the whole story about how when they came back in season two and they were going to up safi's wardrobe and julia swallow was like no she needs to be a front so i ran up to jennifer and i said why well, i don't want to wear those clothes and she said but i just want you to look pretty on telly and i said no i don't want to and so they were just like, fine, we just won't buy her anything apart from the jumper. Julia Sawala was obviously like, I've got the jumper. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I'm good. <laughs> no, like, no, but, no, but like, I've got the e- jumper. Different episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why would you buy something and then not wear it? So the second it is suggested by the fireman that the fire could have been caused by a cigarette, Eddie immediately thinks, Patsy. What do you think could have caused it? Could have been a cigarette. Patsy! So the firemen have, firemen have left. Eddie and Safi are rushing down the stairs to one, find Patsy, and two, see the state of the kitchen. And after two seasons, the scummy kitchen <gasps> is gone. Oh, Thank God. God. The kitchen's going to get mm-hmm. a remodel for season three. Oh. And I, for one, am delighted. It's, it was well needed. Well overdue. I have a feeling those curtains have survived. They're like the cockroaches <laughs> of the kitchen. I mean, Patsy survived. Maybe the curtains did as well. And I think this is one of my earliest AbFab memories is Patsy waking up at that table. Patsy delivering her best seer. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had Two-Face, but yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I've got Two-Face as Me well. Me and Leon were discussing, we feel two this face. is the first, yeah. So Two-Face or seer, one or the other. You can't even see We'll have a vote in the stories. <laughs> is it Harvey, Harvey Dent or yeah. Oh, I, when you said Harvey, I was like, milk. <laughs> Harvey Milk. <laughs> Me and Liam were saying, we feel like this is something that's a little bit absurd. Absurd. Yeah, completely, completely absurd, yeah. farcical, that the yeah. firemen came in, they doused the kitchen yeah. with the hoses. I didn't see Patsy there. It's all John and Patsy and still she's, there. And she's obviously completely fine. When that kitchen is like burnt to the ground. Well, you know, maybe Saf was right all along and Patsy is the undead. Patsy is an insomniac. More like the walking dead. She is the undead. Yeah, she's alive. But half of her face is done so beautifully. Yeah. <laughs> so lovely. It's been. Mm, yeah. yeah. I'll just nod it off. So if you ha- if you were in a house fire, what would you grab? You're not supposed oh. to grab anything, Peter. You're supposed to just get out. Do no, you not listen to Cooper's Ed- story? Eddie was obviously, she was upstairs trying to get her clothes and trying to get dressed and she had a pair of boots and everything in her hand when she was got down there with because a fireman. Because she's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, if you were an idiot, what would you grab? Um, my well, PC. I am an idiot, so. <laughs> I would probably grab my hard drive. Anything else I can get back on insurance. Like Eddie says, well, what about you? What would you grab? Easy, my computer. Yeah. Well, then I think we are in agreement <laughs> that in 2020, the in only thing you need to grab is, is your you, hard drive. In a fire is your hard drive. Yeah. So yeah. keep your hard drives close Handy. to the bed. Mm-hmm. If you need to split in a mm. mo. Split? <laughs> split in a mo? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it is the 90s because we're yeah, back, we're back in, in the, 90s. the bedroom. And we're back in the Japanese theme 
bedroom that very 90s very 90s it takes me back to the short-lived company the futon company oh was there one yeah there was an, an actual shop called the futon company and it was massive and i got my futon from there and it was very uncomfortable and very just horrible yeah. to sleep on i, I don't know anyone who had a nice comfortable futon do you know what remind the bed's bedroom reminds me of because which was very big in the 90s like a changing rooms theme they could never <laughs> oh, just do the room yeah. up it always had to be a theme yeah yeah and I feel like that was very 90s. Like the kimono hanging at the back. Yeah. Which is blocking all of that beautiful natural sunlight. Curtains it's very like Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen yeah. on mm. uh, season 15 of <laughs> <laughs> Change Rooms. And he's like, we're going to go for a whole, you know, Japanese yeah. theme in this room. Because mm. he wouldn't just say Japanese. No, no, say no. Japanese. <laughs> was the Japanese film inspired by Madonna? Was she going through a frozen kind of that kind of... Or was it when Kylie Minogue did um, German saying, Bold Italic? German Bold Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Ray of sure. Light was like 1998, I think. So was this it? would have been a few years earlier. So yeah. Maybe Madonna was inspired by Eddie's bedroom. I mean, maybe, maybe. <laughs> we isn't know that. Madonna the, the vulture of, the yeah. of culture? And if it's cool or if it was cool two years ago, she'll jump on it. Madonna's the only person that was not keen on being an ab fab. She'd be on it now, Because she, she just wouldn't get... Oh, she would be... She'd only be on Madonna it now. would be like, yeah, I'll do it. If it was, if it was like, cool and hip and she feel like she could suck the life out of it for some year. <laughs> she is a... She's yeah, a necromancer. Culture. Yeah, she is. Back in your coffin. Oh, she... we've definitely upset. We've definitely upset Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. Sorry, we love Ryan. You. We love Madonna. She's really great. Love you, baby. Yeah. Sass pops back up to the bedroom to see Eddie while she's going through a wardrobe. <laughs> and he makes her take her shoes off because she's feeling that Japanese yes. fantasy. So yeah. she's like, shoes off. <laughs> and then, you know, greets her in a very, what you know, I feel like is a very authentic, traditional Japanese greeting. Well. Hello, darling. When Eddie says that, do you know what it reminds me of? Which is also a kind of parody of a Japanese person, I feel, even though it's not explicit. Do you remember Star Wars episode... Oh, one. Episode oh, one. The, 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 yeah. trade the Trade Federation, or whatever you call them. The Trade Viceroy. Yeah, the Viceroy. And they're there. like these aliens, and they're so obviously meant to be Japanese or Korean. That's- Again, you'll come before us, your highness. Very, yeah, that's very clearly inappropriate. Because yeah. we yeah. watched recently Kingdom, Kingdom and the outfits, the traditional Korean outfits in there, which are stunning. The costume mm-hmm. design in that really good. show is amazing. And then I was watching it. I was like, oh, my God. They even dressed the vi- the trade viceroy in outfits that look traditional Korean. And those voices, what was it? We have to report back to the Senate. Yeah. And I bet you, like, I think George Lucas was like, I'm being dead inclusive. <laughs> yeah. I think they did at the time. They were like, we're like d- diversity, sis. And yeah. they were like, whoa. I want Roy to go up here at once. We will not survive this. That does put me in mind of, just going back to the Star Wars thing, when Jennifer and Dawn did episode one on oh. French and Saunders. Mm-hmm. So Oh, the planet of Naboob. They have taken a ship through the Kabila to Naboob. Otherwise, us what to do? Are you going to do the accent or not? How are you? How are you? <laughs> <laughs> the Gungi Lands. Yeah, very good. Not only does Eddie bow and give her a little hello, darling, but she makes Safi sit like Neil on the little mat as yeah. well. Like proper. Traditional, you know. <laughs> 
Not only am I Buddhist, I'm now living a full Japanese fantasy. Existence. And Safi, if you come into this room, you need to be part of it. Mm-hmm. Why is she wearing her shoes upstairs? I know you hate me doing that. Oh. She's actually got her shoes on upstairs. Why would you do that? Oh, because it's Saf. She oh. puts on her, like, it's probably on her just list of things to do at the start of the day. As you get dressed, you put your shoes on. Wake up list for Saf. Yeah. <laughs> get up, turn on lava lamp. <laughs> Get back in bed with shoes on. Listen to tapes. Yeah. <laughs> That's her done. Brew yeah. fennel, take tea, take back up. <laughs> you should do something about Patsy. Send her to a clinic or something before she kills us all. Dream sequence. Dream sequence with severe season one drag race filter. Baslin is on the land. And season one styling. Eddie's got a season one hair back. Is it in Eddie's mind or did it actually happen? Was Patsy getting fit or is this like, I don't I know, is it actually say, something that happened? I think did she see, did say that, that she did it once. Right. Yeah, did you see was it? Patsy's t-shirt, the emblem on it, it's I the Betty read Ford it. Clinic. Oh, oh, so she'd been to Betty so Ford. So she's been to rehab, she's dried out, right. she's sober. Yeah. She's been dried out, darling, it made absolutely no difference. But it takes just... Eddie's like, Eddie's like, no. <laughs> no. Where is Patsy? What have you done with her? I'm bringing her back right now mm-hmm. in a snack. Cigarette with champagne. It's like when someone's passed out and you have to get the smell insults and just rub them under the nose. That's, Eddie knows all she needs to do is pop that cork. fantastic. Champagne? Oh, yeah, I think so. Now Patsy has to give back her little coin. Mm. Or a 30-day coin, whatever she did. Poor Patsy. Do you know what? I can't sit here and watch Patsy have that glass of champagne that Eddie's just given to her. Break her sobriety. So I have a very, very special bottle of champagne for us this episode to see our season two for our season two finale. We have a bottle of Krug Grand Cuvée. This is the most expensive champagne we've ever had on the pod. So we've gone from last week's Sainsbury special to a full-on premium brand. Such a roller coaster. And we're able to afford that because we now have a sponsor. The sponsor is coming right up. So let's get that champagne poured and let's go to the sponsor. Peter, do you like a deep shag? Oh, I don't know. Not too deep. I love a nice deep shag. Oh, don't I know it. Well, lovely listener, if you like to feel the warmth and softness of a nice deep shag, then our good friends at Carpet Madness have got an exclusive offer you're going to love. That's right. As an exclusive offer to Wheels on Fire listeners, Carpet Madness are offering an extra 20% off all hefty rugs, fitted carpets, doormats and merkins when you use the word wheels in store. So what the bloody hell are you waiting for, sweetie? Get your ass down to Carpet Madness for an exclusive Wheels on Fire offer. It's carpets. It's madness. It's carpet madness. It's carpets. It's madness. It's madness now. (laughs) (laughs) Sales starts Friday. Cheers to our season two finale. finale. Ooh. Oh, that's really delicious. That's that's really nice. Ooh. Isn't it? Why is it always the good stuff, like, expensive? Because well, it's in life, babe. Oh, oh yeah, I like that. Oh, isn't it? Mm. Oh, the taste on the back of your tongue after you swallow it. All right. Mm. There's so much fruitiness to it. That is a true story. Mm. 
We're rarely going to see champagnes at this price point, unfortunately. So let's mm. make the most mm. of it. It is absolutely delicious. Yeah. It is leaving mm. a lovely warm glow and glossy sheen. And from one glossy sheen to another, Patsy is running with a rather glossy sheen about her she, in this oh, scene. Talk about but glossy after sheen. that glass of champagne, it is just terminated, and we are back. No, to and the puff of the Pats. cigarette as well. Mm. Eddie gets her a double whammy. So check out the items that Eddie is throwing down on the bed to Saf to go through. The items that she says are smoke damaged and she wants to claim on the insurance. You've got the coat that she was wearing in the last episode. She throws down the monogrammed onesie from the hospital oh, episode. The okay. blue toweling onesie. Because it's done. They're, yeah. all, done. they're so they're not even this season is over season two Ooh. we're not even on to the next season so she can't say their last season yet this nope. is still season two but we are done with them and she wants a whole new wardrobe on insurance that's fire damage sweetie the this fire damage darling well i could take these down to the charity shop i think we're gonna visit sue took again in this episode not once mm. but twice safi wants to visit the charity shop with all of these gorgeous last season clothes poor sue is like getting dragged two episodes in a row <laughs> Sue's loving it. She's rubbing her hands. We saw how... No, she's not getting any of it. All right, okay. Because oh, yeah. Lady's not going to let her no, take I it. No, don't. I feel fine. <laughs> Ralph Lawrence. Could you imagine Sue going through a bag from Eddie Monsoon? No, oh. don't. She'd keep it all for herself, I think. It's Ralph Lauren. Yeah. It's Christian Lacroix. That's Ralph Laurent. I'm going to collapse. You've struck gold, ladies. Where did you get the bag from? Who got this bag? <laughs> Bonus. <laughs> I love the bit where Eddie's going on and she goes, You cannot give these sort of clothes to the poor. Well, I'm sure they've got enough to contend with without the added humiliation of wearing last season, sweetie. She stubs her toe and then she's totally against Japanese. That's <laughs> it, all it took. Be, although she can get everywhere just by rolling. That's right, yeah. That's quite handy. Yeah. I do remember having a foot on and being able to literally <laughs> roll yeah. to where I needed to get to. Yeah, you just crawled across the bedroom floor. Yeah. You didn't bother getting up to your Because to get up to your feet yeah. to walk across the room. My knees were a lot better back then. Getting down on a futon is one thing, but getting up is quite another, darling. Not like my old knees oh, now. Yeah, I can bounce not. up and down on that This is not futon. a decor for the aging lady. It's really not. Did you ever have a good night of bouncing up and down on that futon? I don't think they were made for that. I think that, no. I, maybe, yeah. I, I remember catching crabs on a futon. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, who, you haven't lived if that you haven't Man- got crabs some in lad in Manchester, but that's that's another story. Yeah, you thought Manchester time. had coronavirus bad? It's rife with crabs as yeah, well. Yeah, I think I got crabs on my foot on. I also got crabs. <laughs> first year. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you want to know what's really bad? Though? Go on. Go on then. And I went back home at Halloween. And I didn't quite know what crabs were. Oh. And I told my mum. Oh. Yeah, and she was like, okay, let's go to the doctor. And then I went to, like, my child. How did you tell her? Like, what's this, mum? No, I didn't show her. I just was like, there's, like, something down there, and it's moving about. There's something down <laughs> there. Do, 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 do. I knew straight away what it was, because I went to the bathroom well, to I freshen up. I didn't know what they were. And I looked down at my chest, <gasps> and there was something... There was something like triangle shaped in my oh, my hairy original. chest. Somewhere in the dark and nasty regions. And I grabbed it and picked it up and put it on the side and I was like, this is gross. Because there's something down there. Lice. <laughs> it was Manchester. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, we've seen from Manchester. Remember the last time we were in Manchester and it was just like the fucking Walking Dead? Oh my god. Oh, that we've got listeners. So oh god, yeah, that, that cracked out one. You sent me a video. Every corner we turned was a cracked out nightmare. And was I was people like, that were on the spice all is, over the place. Yeah, is this oh, spice. Remember the ones we saw on the dance floor and then we left the club like a couple <gasps> oh of hours god. later and they were like in the pavement. And their like, like, skin was falling off. They listen, were like, honestly, listen, like, we were in this club in Manchester. We were on the dance floor and there were these people, a couple of girls and a guy and yeah. they were mash up they were out of it and they had like no they were only young and they had like yeah. no teeth yeah. and their skin was falling off and they were falling over and falling into us and falling into each other and then they eventually they disappeared and then when we left later on that night we saw them like down a side like, alley just like around the corner yeah sat on the floor completely monged out it was yeah. tragic really because they were only young they were mm-hmm. young but they were younger than us more like the walking dead visit manchester <laughs> <laughs> When Eddie stubs her toe in that thing, it's like you're fucking so far. Oh, babe. <laughs> Our sofa is a bit of a booby trap. Sorry about Everyone that. Everyone has some reason, stubbed their well, fucking toe Well, for some reason, you decided stuff. to buy a sofa that has feet that are like knives that <laughs> stick out the side. They're not underneath the sofa. They point out under the bloody hallway. And they're nearly. metal and they're very sharp. And they're metal and they're... Yeah. Oh. So you yeah. can feel Eddie's pain in this yeah. moment when yeah. she just goes careering over in the corner of the room at her ankle height furniture but, but I, I do mean, love the bit before because she's doing the thing oh I don't know what this is is this Krypton factor and she's like I'm the squirrel or whatever she's doing the bloody love the yeah, Krypton the factor the Krypton factor was good when they did the assault course I was like I want to do that fucking yeah. assault course so can bad. you imagine doing that now I mean you watch the whole episode of Krypton factor waiting for, waiting for, for that course, bit yeah. waiting for the assault course and you'd be like oh cool they're putting some fucking plastic bits of blocks in the thing we're waiting for yeah. the assault yeah. course oh they're yeah. going to do a memory test watching oh. a little murder mystery thing when is this all yeah. going on? Oh, yeah. totally. And then gladiators With came. Gladiators the come. Factors. They were like, they were like, you know, pumped what? up steroid gods. Yeah, they were like these jumpsuits in green, red, yellow, and blue are really something. But what is this show missing? I know, roid heads and tits and tits. Yeah, uh, hands up if you pretended you fancied Jet with all your mates. I did. Um, um, no, I think I used to say I want to be Jet. Cobra. <laughs> oh no, I, I I was fully like, yeah. Were you? Jet, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, probably. I mean, I probably channeled but my. Which I want to be gladiators? Jet. Did you like? Well, who was the blonde one? Hunter. Hunter. Oh, yeah, he would have been. Oh, did they? Curly- oh, I, I like the the, the you know the one I like. Warrior Trojan and Cobra, who was like Cobra. the cheeky one. Oh yeah, like, Cobra was the yeah. cheeky cheeky sex and fun they one. They ran around with their big bulges. Sex fun. Yeah. <laughs> I can bloody do this room with an acid. I hate Japanese now. Eddie's doing it on purpose now. Mm. She's stubbing her toe and falling over. As justifying. As justifying. She needs to change the room. It's yeah. an excuse. She knows where the bed ends and the floor finishes. Do you know what that is? That's confirmation bias. Oh, is that what it's called? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's when you've already made up your mind, but you're seeking out things to justify your decision. You're going out tonight, aren't you? Yes, sweetie. It's quite funny in this little interaction Eddie has with Saf. She's saying there's something different about you, Saf, and then she looks down and she can see Saf's growing bosom. I love when Eddie's at the, the wardrobe, just the way she turns around, and she, she sort of hasn't really noticed what it is that she's seeing about Safi, and she's just like... There's something. Just, there's a look of pride, just like yeah. just the way she like shuffles over to yeah. her. She's just she's just sort of having a bit of a moment with her daughter. She's like, my daughter, she's she's blossoming. She's growing up. She's growing up. Yeah, that's right. But it's hardly the cleavage of 
page three, is it? It's just a top button, a little bit of flesh showing around the neckline. She's covered up pretty much head to toe. But for Saf, this is a bit of a break from the norm and Eddie can sense it. She can smell it. Pheromones are wafting throughout the Japanese bedroom. Yeah, (laughs) Eddie can smell the transmugerance. Oh my God, what's transmugerance? (laughs) We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to it. Oh, it'd be a shame. You're getting a bit of a big girl. What are you doing? Oh, that'll be the bike with the swat. So the buzzer goes and Eddie says that'll be the bike with the swatches. Someone's delivering swatches for the kitchen. Yeah. That yeah. is bougie. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's probably mm-hmm. Harrods. Yeah. Or some, or, or sure. Comran. So do delivering you some swatches. of swatches of different garish patterns for new kitchen curtains? That have been... Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> kitchen curtain swatches. over. One's red triangles. One's green squares. It can't be. If you've done your if you've done your bedroom in Japanese, you are not buying Those kitchen curtains like that again. Right. So Adina Monsoon, we expect to see something oh, chic. I can't, I can't remember what they are. Svelte and soigné. I think mm-hmm. she gets blinds. Oh, shutters, mate. Shutters. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? I haven't forgotten, darling, that time I was accosted by that mentally deranged down-and-out mess drinker who leapt out of a cardboard box wearing a Vivian Westwood catsuit and Chanel suede <laughs> Can we just picture that for a moment? Because it's such a good joke. Picture, what is it, a homeless mess? Mentally deranged mess drinker. Jumping out in a... Vivian Westwood, Vivian Westwood catsuit. <laughs> Was it matching Chanel boots? No. <laughs> that was just quite picture a picture. what that would look like. Disasterina. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, the uh, disaster be nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely that look. It's a very dragular look. And yeah. I would like to see I would it. like to see that look. Cooper, you Especially, might have to mock a yeah. one up for us. Especially for someone jumping out at you, accosting you. Yeah. Outside Costa. <laughs> I was accosted outside Costa. <laughs> By disasterina. <laughs> Join me and a bunch of other disgusting weirdos and drug addicts. So I had a brilliant idea uh, myself. Um, <laughs> that, you say so yourself. Yeah, I thought maybe we should give our mums a call to find out how our births were. That is a brilliant idea. Let's mm. see what they say. I mean, do you trust ringing your mum? I don't know. She's going to be so confused. Yeah, she'd be cool, I think. Let's call She her. might not even answer. What's your mum's name, Coop? My mum's name is Elsie. My mama told me. My mama said. Hi, mum. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. We're doing a nutty thing on the podcast. We're ringing our mums, totally random. Any little tidbits we can get from you on my birth? Did you give birth at home or in hospital, Elsie? In hospital. And was it a beautiful birth? Was I painful? No, it was a beautiful birth. <laughs> I went in into the hospital at quarter five and you were born at five. Oh, whipped out. Wow. That's quick. God, you didn't mess yeah. about, else. <laughs> can you remember how you felt after... Torn apart. Oh, oh, just happy inside when I give birth to you. Oh, that's nice. Just happiness. Yeah, give birth to a little boy. Oh, that's nice. And do you want to tell people um, what you did to me a couple of days later? Well, I got you ready. (laughs) I put you in the pram. I walked you all the way up to Aylesbury. Oh, yeah. To the post office to get my family allowance. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> then I got on the bus and came home and made myself a cup of tea <gasps> and sat and thought, oh, I forgot the baby. I left my 
You never told me you got all the way home. I think you're lying. I he thought you got to the bus, bus. the bus stop. It's bad, no, wasn't it? I got all the way home and I was making a cup of tea. And I thought, oh, God, I forgot the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Working, mum. Yeah. 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 I was left at the post office when yeah. I was three. I was <laughs> I feel a bit like Roxy Andrews. Oh, well. I wonder if he got switched. No. <laughs> I've got my mum's nose. Oh, mum, that's wicked. Well, thanks for it. that. That was lovely. All right, then, babies. All right. All right, love you both. Love you too, all right? Bye. 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 <laughs> she took off in her helicopter. <laughs> she did. She's got a helicopter. She's like, she's off to watch her Netflix. So yeah, she never told me she got all the way home. I think she's fabricating. She <laughs> thinks she's lying because she knows she's on the pod. However, the day of Shut up! Oh yeah. But I think she got to, I think she got She knows to, a good story. She knows a good story. She, she she can sell it. I think she got to the bus station, but maybe she did get home. Yeah. Maybe she's just done a patsy and she's told you the real tea and what yeah. happened. Oh bless her, she was good. Hello. Hello, how are you doing? I'm fine and dandy. We're sitting here in front of the fire. I'm here with Leon and Cooper and we're recording an episode of the podcast right now. Hi, Alice. Right. Hi. Yeah. And we're, wa- Hi. we're watching an episode of Absolutely Fabulous called Birth where they talk about like the birth of Safi in it. And we thought we- it would be fun to like call our mums and ask about what our birth was like. <laughs> oh, it was easy. It was just nope. <laughs> Why am I not convinced? But it was, was it like, it was late at night, wasn't it? I was born at like half three, wasn't I? Yes. I went in and about half eleven and you were born at five to four, I think it was. Yeah. I only was four hours with my children, so it was, was no problem. Fine. It was just the best thing ever. Did you get on the uh, gas and air, Alice? No, I didn't get anything. I'm so brave. Wow. Well done. Wow. Yeah. Good girl. Good, good, good. And, the, and tell them what the nurses called me. They called him Patrick. Paddy, they say, where's Pad- Pat- Paddy's Pat- mum? Where's Paddy? Yeah, because he was a recent Patrick's Day baby. But, but we couldn't go with that name long term. No. <laughs> no, we didn't bother with that. We just laughed and said, thing off. <laughs> 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 we'll not be doing that. But no. I think maybe um, Anne was a different kettle of fish because she was £10.3. Oh, yes. Anne was ginormous. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that would, no, yes. we don't need to go into any more details about that. <laughs> <laughs> well that's okay well that's all we were calling so we're going to go and do we've done Cooper's mum and now we've done you so we're going to do Leon's mum now but so thank you very much okay, yeah. okay, okay bye bye, bye. bye. <laughs> hello yeah I'm here with Peter and Cooper are you Deb <laughs> and we're watching the episode where everyone talks about their experience of giving birth or being born the evening in the house before <gasps> I had you I saw a mouse oh no oh. what in the house yeah did so that set you off then, yeah and then everybody said it was because I'd seen the mouse right <laughs> So then they took me to the hospital. When I got there, my waters hadn't broken. So I had to have a bath. And then I had to have the most awful thing I've ever had in my whole life. What? Leon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had, you had the douche. Oh, oh. it was so bad. 
They douched you out to make you more waters break. It was the pit. Douching with mint is a thought. I was going to say, I have to ask you, because we asked Cooper's mum the story about when she, it was a few days that she'd got him home and she left him at the post office. <laughs> Do you want to tell the story about what happened when your second birth, what happened? It's like... So I went into labour, but then I stopped in labour. Sounds strange. So they decided, we'll put you in a little side ward. And yeah. then Desmond, Kayden's dad, he went away with my car. And then he never came back for a week. <laughs> so, so bad, ma'am. And then every time anybody came to visit me, I would say, oh yeah, Desmond just left. And my car was gone. And then obviously he'd gone to see some other woman. Fuck's yeah. sake. So bad. <laughs> That is bad. So bad. Because this episode is all about the trauma of birth, and yeah, my yeah, God, that trauma. is a pretty trauma. traumatic that experience. Trauma. It, it is what it is. Wow. Well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for sharing that with us. We appreciate you sharing your trauma mm-hmm. on the podcast. You're welcome. Love you. And we'll see you soon. Lots of love. Love nice you. Bye. 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 So they were our birth stories. Yeah. I feel like mums don't want to tell their kids how trauma because all of our mums were like, "Oh, I mean, the actual birth was fine." Yeah, they didn't want no to drugs. be like it was. Her- well, your mum was a little. Your mum was more honest. Yeah, yeah. Cooper uh, and my mum were just like, "Oh, yeah, lovely. it's lovely." Your mums were more like the grand version yeah. of giving yeah. birth. They took you and whipped like, you out. Whipped you out while you sat there. Or I feel, but I feel like that's how Eddie wants to tell Safi hers was. was like, Stay yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas Mims is a bit more like Eddie's, you know, sat there, your mates fucked off, the adoption woman's coming, oh, it's just the grim reality. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a fun yeah. section. <laughs> that was fun and like That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's get back to the episode. Let's have some champagne. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. When we move from the bedroom to the sitting room, which is where all the drama and action takes place the in this episode. Of the episode yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're like set we're here up for, for the rest of it. Within these four walls or these three walls. <laughs> which Eddie is actually trying to make bigger. Not big enough for you, Sweet. Let me see what I can do. Shall I? Oh, oh. It's as big as it gets, I'm afraid, darling. She's running <laughs> yeah. from side to side, <laughs> pushing. And this is why this episode is kind of stagey in a way and kind of theatre like the mm-hmm. running from one side of the room to the other pushing the walls again later on when we'll see in the episode Saf getting up from one chair moving across to the other chair mm-hmm. it's very like a stage yeah. you need some sort direction. of dynamism yeah. yeah and I appreciate that it's like yeah. musical chairs in there and Gran just cleaning the she's just cleaning, cleaning the, the dirty crockery. sooty yeah. clock, crockery with her gloves on and Eddie is about to have a rant at Gran for the war remark it's a bit like the war oh, yeah and I love that line from Graham because they're all together in this room. It's a bit like wartime. They're all sat chatting. Banded together. Yeah, banded together. You know Eddie's going to go off in it. And Safi's going through a ring binder. Is that what you're <laughs> Yes, yes. Of all the things she likes. Filofax. Filofax. Fun facts. Oh, no. It's a work. Oh, I had a fun fact. I had a fun fact. Yeah. I loved it. I was so, yeah. so great. <gasps> fun facts. Trapper Keeper as well. Do you remember them? Oh, like yeah. a fun fact. It's like a fun fact, but it was American. And Safi's warning Eddie, don't. Just leave it. Why because can you not leave it? <laughs> something you can't let anything just go by Gran is just trying to see the make the best of the make situation the best of it, yeah and she's saying do you know what and it's kind of the lockdown mentality oh i was just thinking that when i said banded together yeah. Thinking, yeah yeah as crap as this is we can't be in the kitchen we can't do the normal things 
it makes us appreciate what we've got here, you know, washing things up in a bowl in the front room. I mean, it's a load of shit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, whatever gets you through, though. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Krug. Krug. <laughs> Lockdown's been really tough on us. Am I Eddie is really at her sarcastic best yeah, in really this is. episode. She's the petulant child. I want to play something, It's funny because she's evoking for me memories of what she was like in the last episode of season one birthday. in birthday yeah. making you kind of giving you those moments of being like Do you know what eddie you're just being a dick and you're not yeah. very likable but this episode does kind of turn on its head that dynamic that in abfab is already on its head of saf being oh, one cross-eyed yeah i know it's like it's like a paradox within a paradox <laughs> within parallax <laughs> You've got Eddie's the child, Saf's the parent. But in this episode, Eddie's very much the parent. Mm. You know, oh, look at she you. Is. You're growing up. Yeah. You've got a boy coming over. You know, we'll, oh, we'll give you some so space. Delighted. For a moment, we can see Eddie really be Safi's parent. Can't we have MTV? No, I don't want to miss it. Can I just ask, why is Safi so obsessed with it being on Channel 4 before the thing started? Like, fine, it's the olden days when it wasn't like everything before on Netflix. demand and you could watch it. But her friend hasn't arrived yet. The documentary hasn't started. So why does she care what her mum's watching yeah, at this but, point? Maybe you know. she doesn't want her to get into Mom, it. I want Channel 4. Don't yeah. get settled. Did you notice on the table where Granny's cleaning the things, one of the items she's polishing... The space... The space age yeah. orange thing. The, oh, the, the war the juicer. of the wheels. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the war of the wheels. Juicer. juicer. Yeah, I saw that back. Yeah. The will of the wisps. Yeah. <laughs> and behind them on the sofa, they've brought the fridge up and we I, can the see... The fucking fridge around. Yeah. Although they've <laughs> the cleaned quick it up freeze. because when they go down to the kitchen, it's charred a Black. bit. So they've just... Yeah, yeah they've given they it give a wipe. They give it a wipe. They realise it's still working. Well, Grand's probably cleaned it. Yeah, how did they get that up the stairs. Yeah, system of, they probably system of pulleys. pulleys. What's it about, dear? Well, in layman's terms, Grant. Sex, is it? Why? In layman's terms. Yeah, why is Safi what a bitch? being such a patronising bitch to her nan? I know. When Grant says, oh, what's it about? She could just go, it's about conception to birth. Well, in layman's terms, Gran. Do you think that's why Gran accidentally locked him in the room? She's like, oh, oh yeah, read me, I'll lock like, you yeah, down. Yeah, 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 that's right. Oh, yeah, front door. That's fine, I'll get the front door, Safi, you little bitch. <laughs> Let me show you layman's terms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's changed so much since my day. And Gran wasn't far wrong from what speaking to our mothers. Whipped you in, got you out, had the baby. The nurse would take your child away and change them and bath yeah. them and you just had a couple of days. Stayed there for a week, my mum said. Yeah. From what I see now, though, it's I want to do it in a pool I want to have I don't know whale, music, whale music in there no I want to film it and put it on Instagram reels you want a doula you need your yeah. doula in there what's a doula what's a doula a doula's sort of oh. a douche quit hogging the doula no a doula's sort of like a midwife but she's like Hippie, oh, it's a real thing. Yeah, doula. Is it like one like of the one of the a friend of mine who's in the choir is a doula? <laughs> is it like one of the women that's at Patsy's birth that we see in the background? What like the French oh, woman playing yeah, the guitar, yeah. or the woman throwing the cloth around that in the cloth's background back again? I feel like I might have been being harsh when I said hippy dippy. It's a woman who is trained to provide support to women <laughs> and their families during pregnancy, childbirth, and the period of time following the childbirth. Like hippy a wonder dippy. bra, then. <laughs> sure yeah providing support they're like a wonder bro 
There you go. A doula. A doula. Is it Australian? Sounds it. Kettle crisps. Kettle crisps. Kettle crisps. Is it because they were like posh back posh. then? Well, oh, totally. They were totally yeah, posh. Yeah, very posh. Yeah. I don't think they, I had a kettle crisp until I moved to London. Yeah. No. And we actually had some of the vegan ones we today. Did. Vegan cheese. Delicious. That cheese is nice. Because yeah. in this episode, Eddie does also mug Safi off for having some vegetarian options. I don't think that Kylie Minogue took some vegetarian sausage after all night not drinking binge. So we thought we would try the vegan variety of kettle crisps, and we had the. Oh, really nice. It's not cheese and onion. It's cheese and. She's an onion. She's an onion. <laughs> you see her? She's, she's an, an onion, onion girl. What would that she, mean? She's just the layers or she stinks. Yeah. Or she stinks because she wears too many she's, layers. She's, she wears too many layers, layers in the summer stinks. and she she's stinks. She's got B.O. I feel like it's, it's New York. It's humid. It's hot. It's gross. Yeah. It's like 100 she's wearing leather. Fahrenheit in New yeah. York. She's got she leather. Wears, she wears like a woolly jumper, leather trousers, yeah. too many layers. She's an onion. She's, she's an, an onion, onion girl. girl. I love your chains, girl. <laughs> Oh, Mama, I love oh. your chains. We see you at the club later, girl. Girl. That's later. So yeah, fab. <laughs> oh, totally, yeah. How did you find the vegan kettle crisp yeah. cheese and onion? Oh, they were really lovely. Nice. Delicious. I, I wouldn't have been able to tell the difference they if you would, told me. No. And that doesn't happen very often for vegan no. food because sometimes it tastes like shit. I think I can feel one of my heads coming on, dear. Have you any aspirin? So, oh, Gran, I'm getting one of my heads. Yeah. Says Gran. Yeah, she's getting, she wants some aspirin. <laughs> I love when people say that. I'm getting one of my heads. <laughs> she wants an aspirin, but she'll take one of those homophobic remedies. She's having a laugh. You yeah, know. she's having a laugh. She's throwing him a bone for a joke and she yeah. knows what she's doing. And Eddie calls her out though, because yeah. you know, we always yeah, say, you don't get that all the time. Gran knows. Yeah. Gran knows what's going on. She plays this kind of ditzy fool, but she, the looks she does behind the scenes you know she knows it but Eddie's calling out and she's like you know that it's not it's funny homopathic. and the funny thing is with this bit there's a, a scene later on where Eddie and Gran are together on their own and Gran goes oh I think this is the first when they've ever been on their own together for a while in this episode no, 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 later on where everyone just goes out the house and Gran and Eddie are on their own and Gran leaves in the end because she can't deal with Because they're very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. And this, oh. so they do have a little moment together and it is uncomfortable. Yeah. And that is at the root of Eddie's birth trauma here in this episode. And she mentions it later in the episode and we'll come back to mm. it. But there's definitely elements of Eddie's discomfort with her relationship with her mum in here right from the off. We are greeted by taxi stones. That waist, that body, it's just phenomenal. Well, that is skin this, tight. It's quite this, a hooker look. But is it a Hervé Leger dress? Is it a one, you know, do you remember when they were all the rage in the early, like the, the bodycon bandage yeah, dresses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a period, wasn't there, where if you couldn't open Heat magazine without seeing yep. everyone from Think Girls that, Aloud yeah. to... Carol Vorderman oh, yeah, on the red carpet in a Hervé Leger Yeah, it was like the early mid-2000s. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, here's Patsy in 93, 94, 95, whatever, wearing that dress and looking mm. absolutely mm. banging. This is sick. where they were going. Because they never get there. Where were they going dressed <laughs> also, like this? Bunch uh, no, of quags. No remnants of trauma from almost dying in a kitchen <laughs> fire. <laughs> no. It's only <laughs> made her stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Mim said, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Oh. Yeah, she's living life. She's like, we can't waste a moment of this. Yeah. No. Although Patsy is the undead, so, you know, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't knock her <laughs> a block of her. I think I'll pop off, dear. I'll just nip home and get an aspirin. You have to actually pull the door hard and lock it with the keys until we get it replaced. I think I can manage that. So here we have the setup for the punchline gag. Pull the door behind you and lock it. Mm -hmm. Sash should have explained that in layman's terms. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, God. 
Oh, what's happened to this programme anyway? Can't they find anyone to present it who doesn't look like a mannequin from next children's department? When Patsy and Eddie are sat on the sofa watching Top of the Pops and they're just despairing at the state of what's on Top of the Pops, the music, how crap it is, the presenters look like mannequins from next. Evil looking creeps just playing dull, soulless dance music. I mean, this is what, what, what we're watching with telly. I, was just gonna, I yeah. feel like having that sort of an opinion on music is a sign of getting older. Yeah. And it just happens and it freaks me out. Welcome to your middle age. Yeah. I mean, Peter, you're still quite down with the kids but I with music-wise, like, I feel. Like I some feel of like your music is... stuff, I'm like, girl. <laughs> Don't come from me. Girl. No, I, I get that. And I think, yes, music-wise, I do like to keep up to date. But then there are certain things like when I, and I hear myself saying it and I'm like, sake you look at the charts and you're like oh it's all just full of fucking tiktok songs and yeah. you're like oh <laughs> because it is, it's just like whoever's doing what dance on tiktok why well, don't look at the charts one. what would be good if patsy and eddie were on Gogglebox doing exactly what they're doing <gasps> oh, now oh, oh, oh. you're showing your age um can we just talk about the kylie abuse uh, before you go into that can i just give a trigger warning to the gays because <laughs> kylie's about to get dragged she gets dragged yeah what is it something about she eats vegetarian sausage mm. all night binge and then like non-booze, non-booze drink safe at safe location <laughs> now kylie minogue had her fair share of taking it to the edge she was dating freaking mick from in excess and wasn't Kylie in the 90s a bit more she was wild was this, this confided on me Kylie when she yeah she was wild Impossible Indie Princess Kylie. Kylie. Impossible yeah. Princess she couldn't name the album because of Diana dying she yeah. had to change the name but yeah poor Kylie gets dragged this would have been before Indie Kylie okay, which is probably enough. why she had that sort of goody two oh a locomotion was the 80s surely yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Sorry, sorry I think sorry. Kylie yeah maybe she wasn't going for it. maybe Kylie spot. hadn't gone quite off the rails no. yet at this point no. <laughs> I don't know if she ever went off the rails <laughs> She just sort of had some dark eyeliner on for a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> so edgy. Smudged oh, lipstick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no bra. Oh, oh, in me. Yeah. Spaghetti yeah, strap dress and no bra. I love that song. Confide in me. It's brilliant. Yeah. And Breathe is really good. Just such Breathe. sensual, sexual songs. Stick. Oh, so good. Oh, twist. Oh, look, it's made my hair oh. all stand on end just thinking about going I mean, to see I mean, speaking her. of also sexy Ooh. Kylie songs, slow. Oh, Have you ever had God. sex to slow? Yeah. Ooh. I've got a whole playlist of Ooh. sex songs. Kylie sex songs. Yeah, yeah. She's a bottom. (laughs) Just gonna put on my Kylie sex playlist. (laughs) Let's form a train now. (laughs) Talking of slut shaming. Saf tries tries to slut shame Patsy (laughs) in this episode and it cannot be done. No. Patsy is in full control of her sexuality. Sex positive. She's a sex positive single woman. She's 39. She knows exactly (laughs) who she is. Yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. I have dates, sweetie. And, you know, she woke up under. Keith Moon and more power to her. And yeah, yeah. Oh, Saf sure. can stick that in her box, in her box of in her box of homeopathic remedies and, and take it back it. to her little shame hole. <laughs> <laughs> because you cannot slut shame Patsy and nope. you two cannot slut shame me. Oh no, we know. But a Kylie sex playlist is pretty fun, I guess. It's <laughs> taking the piss out of you. <laughs> Remember that weekend with Mick and the boys? So when they, they mentioned, they're still watching Top of the Pops, and when they mention about It's a Revival, we got through the whole of the last series, and then we did our little bonus episode called It's a Revival. And I didn't know what it was coming from. And now, now you know. Oh. And it's just like, 
I like the way you like you pepper all these things through you two you pepper all these little sayings through and I'm like what's that from what's that and you're like hold on it's coming and then when I get to it I'm like Oh, oh nice. does yeah. it make you appreciate it even more? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I'm like it's a revival. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's so much because like you never had that when you first watched it. You've just learned no. to love it. But I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> it's nice. A it's, like a big, it's like a big reveal. Yeah. <laughs> reveal. Wait till you get to Carpet Madness. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> shameless plug. <laughs> yeah, use your code. It's madness. <laughs> Madness now. It's madness carpets. <laughs> it's carpets. It's madness. madness. An endless stream of music, music, old music, new music, old music, new music, fashion, fashion, music, 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 music. I've got a mirror ball spinning around inside my head. I love it. Just the mirror ball analogy. Just the fashion, music, music, fashion, recycled fashion, spinning, spinning, spinning. That's how I felt through my 30s. And I got to the almost end of them and I just felt like it has stopped. Yeah. That's enough. Now I wear black and white. It's like the mirror ball now is social media and just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Old music, new music, fashion, fashion. The endless scrolling mirror ball. Why won't it just stop? I love Eddie's realisation. <laughs> the real reason why Safi wants rid of them. The, the why, who she's having over. It's not is, the Lichin friends. It's not no. the Lichin friends. It's a boyfriend. Oh, she's having a lad round. Oh Hopefully it's Danny. Or oh, Yentop. Or oh, Yentop. Yentop's <laughs> yeah, back. Yentop's <laughs> came back over yeah. for some more yogurt action. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> and while Eddie is just staggering around because she can't quite believe it and it's dawning on her that she's got a boyfriend, Patsy's face in the background, she's just Disgusted. like... Disgusted. Disgusted. Disgusted, like gonna bring up her drink. Oh, yeah. big yeah. time! She's like, Saf's got a bloke round. How gross! Safi yeah. is mortified. Mortified. Patsy and I will go as soon as he gets this. No, I don't want you to meet him. Oh, I will go now. But I do like that Eddie is pleased. She's yeah. happy, and she's like, "Okay, cool. We're gonna go. We're yeah, gonna go. Yeah. It's fine. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. It's okay." Whatever you need. Don't you scare Safi because I think she can tell that Safi is she's gonna go off the boil. Yeah. She's gonna go off the boil. <laughs> when she was saying to Saf, night after night, dry bloody sheets, and it was very much like Saf was the daughter and Saf's the angsty teen. We get angsty teen Saf here again. Oh, really? she's like, I don't yeah. want my mum around. I don't want my mum to know oh, I'm doing this. God, if your mum, <gasps> because who wants their mum to know what they're getting up to with a bloke? Yeah. Whether it's a full-on stable auction party mm. at the hoist. Yeah. Or whether it's Fuck just me. <laughs> they will at the stable auction. Yeah. Or whether it's a you know heavy petting session with your lover boy. Well, you know my mum walked in on me, but um, I was in the cadets and we were getting it on, and my mum come back with one of their mothers and walked in on us all three. And I must what, have been about what, seventeen. What was was it compromising? Just situation? like just yeah, really embarrassing. You disgusting bloody snobbing session on the sofa. But then, yeah, mum still let me go see cadets. <laughs> I fully recommend joining the sea cadets. Yeah. Patsy is more shook at being stuck in this room with the two of them than she was about being in an inferno oh, yeah. in the kitchen. Up. She didn't yeah. even wake up. She might be the undead, but this she can't necessarily survive. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, she hasn't had a bump yet. Okay. And to survive this situation, she's going to need a bump. Maybe she thinks that she's left her coat in the hall or something. Oh, maybe. Yeah. How long is it going to take an old woman to score a tab of aspirin? So they use a fade to black yep. and then a fade in from black to show the passing of time 
in the episode. always works really well. It does. So that tells us that they've been stuck in here for a while. Things have settled down for a moment. Saf's found a chair. Pat's is over the other side of the room. Eddie's in the middle. It's very... (laughs) traumatised. Very uncomfortable. Here comes Eddie with a dish in her hands with the infamous snack moment. Bombay mix. (laughs) I've never had Bombay mix ever in my life. I've actually... rectify that. Yeah, because I've actually bought some. Are you allowed to call it Bombay mix? What does it say on the bag? It says Bombay mix. Yeah, but I'm sure I thought there was a. We I saw a was... posh one by Walkers called Mumbai mix. Mumbai oh, mix, hello. yeah, yeah. I mean, what even is it? Is it not supposed to be called Bombay style mix now? Oh, I don't know. Don't open the whole packet. Just have a few. A blend of mild and spicy dried noodles, pulses, nuts, yeah. gold. How's it? Smell? Do you know what it smells like? Bombay. It smells like the inside of. A... <laughs> it smells like Bombay. It smells like the inside of a pumpkin. Oh. I've poured out a little handful. If it wasn't for the chewiness of the sultana that was in the hat on four I had, it would be just absolutely vile. It's just a dry, mushy mouthful of nothing with a bit of spice on it. I feel like we've had enough. I think that's going to go straight in the rubbish. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'll take them home. Not Give them to Peter, hear him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Take them home with you. Bombay mixing. So Eddie wants to give Safi guidance on her first sexual experience. Do you think Yentob gave her that first sexual experience or was it just a little bit of yogurt on the tits? Maybe That's still a pretty sexual experience. Yeah. I mean, maybe yeah, it wasn't it full. It might not have been full penetration. Yeah, but, but it was a bit of yogurt. So does that... I keep splashed. feeling like that wants to bring us back to the idea of the episodes being out of order. But like we said, this has to be the last one because yeah. the kitchen got burnt out. But yeah, she's... It all went down with Yentob. But, but, the thing, but, but Eddie doesn't know that. Oh, yeah, because Safi would have never uh, told her. True. true. Yeah. Because Safi doesn't like to Safi's like, I've done like... it and you don't yeah, even know. Exactly. Yeah. I would never tell you I if I'd had sex. I mean, she did get a sexual wish. being. Yeah. I didn't tell you the facts of life, didn't I, sweetie? If you mean that time you sat on my bed and shook me awake at two o'clock in the morning, stoned out of your brain, and then slurred into my ear, by the way, sweetie, people have it off, then yes, you told me the facts of life. The way Saf runs over to yeah. the telly and pulls the chair and sits right in front Hunt. of it, because she needs to watch yeah. the documentary. I'm just like, oh. It's so sad. Sad. There's a lot going on right now. You're locked in this. You don't need to watch this. Let them watch MTV and leave you alone. Oh, Mum, I need to watch that programme. Maybe she needs to watch the documentary <gasps> because she doesn't know what's involved. <sighs> and she's so desperate to see it because the Kagul's about to arrive. And she's like, I need to know what happened from yeah. birth to conception. Yeah. <laughs> That's why she's so desperate. That's why she's yeah. been so desperate to turn it over this whole time. Yeah. She needs to see what happens when a man and a woman make sweet, sweet love yeah. because she doesn't procreate. know when they procreate. Yeah. That's what it is. That's yeah. why she's Hi. practically taking notes in her A4 binder. <laughs> her fun fact. <laughs> well, she gets four seconds of the program yeah, I mean, and that's yeah, the enough of that. Good. Darling, if you want to learn about that sort of thing, you should do it like every other normal girl. How? Cosmo sex quiz, sweetie. Sweetie, it's the Cosmo sex yeah. quiz with Safi. Cosmo sex quiz. Do you want to do a sex <gasps> quiz right now? Because... <laughs> I've got one. Do I? Yeah. <gasps> Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Are you super shy or a total seductress? When it comes to sex positions, you try different things, sometimes stick to classics. It depends on what you're both in the mood for. I tend to stick to a couple of favourites or what he suggests, but you're not too keen on doing anything too out there. I change it up every night. 
You're not afraid to try anything and will insist on it with anyone. Oh, that sounds a lot of effort. Yeah, you haven't got to change it up every time. Yeah. And it's not that we're not trying You're to get rid of the karma suit, yeah. for God's sake. Yeah. You pick the things that you know Sometimes work. Sometimes try feel different good. things. Then. Yeah, I would say you've got your classics that you're going to keep, yeah. your standards that yeah. you know you can rock. And yeah. then depending on how things go, then you might yeah. choke someone. Let's talk about sex. Your appearance. Hopefully he's okay with everything down there. No. You always get nervous. No, no, it's all good. Just how can he get off you? You know he's going to need a little more instruction. No. Because I'll take not so charge. much thinking as doing and seeing what works and what doesn't. Yeah, uh, doing. Just do it. Guide. If there's something you don't like, then maybe just guide away from that and guide towards something yeah. new. Yeah. Let's talk about sex. So honestly, how do you feel about your body when you're having sex? It's hot without question and that guy's lucky to be doing anything with it. Confident some days, but others you're just really glad the lights are out. Pretty good on the whole, and he seems to like it just, just fine. Send the bishop to the choir, boy. <laughs> I am like B or C. I'm like C. What was C again? C was pretty good on the whole, and he seems to like it just fine. Oh, I'm C. 100% yeah, I'm C. 100% C. Let's talk about sex. You're going down on a new guy, and he's just not into it. What? You? No, tried no, to, never, never happened. Whatever. Yeah. Try to switch it up. If it's He's still not happening, you'll ask for some kind of direction. Keep going and hope he'll get him off eventually. Just call it. It's not like it's your favourite thing to begin with. Uh, what? How is sucking dick not someone's favourite thing? Who wrote Girls this? Girls don't like it sometimes, do yeah. they? Ask for direction. Yeah. What do you want me to do with Let's talk about sex. You are calculating results. Sloppy. You are pretty good. Yay. Yeah. You've got the secret to a great sex life down. It's having confidence in yourself. Giving and talk, taking feedback and being open to new things. Keep it up and have fun. If I don't get any sex out of this episode, I'll be furious. Uh -huh. Eddie's trying to bond with her daughter. Trying. trying to make a connection. Trying to make a connection. Fully taking the piss. And Safi's crying. What are you crying for? Your mum's just done a Cosmo sex quiz with you. I trying feel to like connect. you're answering your own question here. Oh Her yeah, like maybe fully yeah. Her. Yeah, I suppose she is. And poor Safi's just trying to get away. But it's not really worth crying at. Usually, Saf would roll her eyes and be like, "Mum, yeah. like just leave it out." But is it also because she knows she's missing the documentary, so she's not going to have a fucking clue? Yeah, when <laughs> and she's missing around. the bloke. Well, she doesn't know where one if he's going to be able to get there because they're locked in the room and two she's not going to know what to do yeah, because she's missed yeah. the Channel 4 documentary with Claire Rayner and do you know what she is uncomfortable and upset because she's like I don't really know this stuff I don't really know yeah. what I'm doing my mum's calling me out but she's not really being any help she's sort of trying to help me I'm a mess this situation is horrible my mum's bitch best friend who hates me is sitting in the corner judging everything I say or do who's the sex queen yeah Patsy <laughs> probably is the blowjob queen mm. and there's <laughs> Saf sat there not even knowing what happens at conception in layman's terms oh dear but then speaking of patsy we get when eddie and saf are having their moment in quotes in the corner i feel like that's why patsy's turned to the coat because she's so damaged she can't handle like seeing a mother and daughter she's like i need a bit of escapism so yeah. i need to hoof yeah hoof some of this ground. i need this to actually look good oh, that's quite a whack she's yeah done. how big a bump did she have considering the stuff she's left on her nose like that's quite oh, i think she's taken the bump straight from the packet oh, there's totally. no no i didn't line that she up she's just, just gone in a uh, nose into the oh, bag yeah there was no lines or anything yeah there. just she, nose into the she bag she just needed it as quickly as possible just to get out of being in that moment with yeah. the mother and daughter on the other side of the room <laughs> 
And why is Saf making such a, like, she's crying, leave me alone. It's like... You should get in touch with your feelings more often, you know. I am in touch with them, Mum. I'm not the one who has to pay £3,000 for a weekend workshop for some cross-legged con man with a red dot on his forehead to tweeze them out for me. Share Abu Korma, though. He's yeah. obviously legit. Uh, well, the uh, high priest, Sagalu. Uh, he needs money to pay for debts he's run up in a past lifetime. He's a con man. Share Abu Korma, darling. So Eddie's now curled up in the fetal position and we're going to have a... Regressing. A regressive yeah, a <laughs> flashback moment to the birth of all three of our ladies. Here I go, darling. Down through all those tubes. Hello, organs. Hello, ovaries. So Eddie's birth was... A uh, homely affair from the olden days. I'd With call some... it sterile. The word. white tiles, the forceps. It's a bit, yeah. It's pulling a bit like the baby. Stepford wives. She's there full glam. Yeah. yeah. In the hospital. It's great. The baby isn't touched by like skin. It isn't touched by human hands. Neither the midwife who brings the baby out doesn't touch baby Adina, nor does Gran touch baby Edwina. She puts the gloves rubber gloves on. on. So She wears them for, what, the first 12 years? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. There we are, untouched by human hands. So Eddie has had this sterile experience. She says bottle chemicals, bottle chemicals. It was all very... Injections, chemicals, chemicals, polio, vaccine, 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 bottle chemicals, bottle chemicals. What was it Gran said before about the homeopathic remedy, the bromine... Or bromine sedative. The bromine sedative. And it's all like the chemicals, the cleanliness, the distance. And she makes a comment to Saf later in the episode about Gran wouldn't know anything about nurturing is it she says or it's it's still to come and so what that trauma is you're finding out here is that her whole upbringing from birth to growing up she's lacked that connection that closeness with her mom on any level which explains why she's she has to try and force it so hard with Safi and she just can't do it she just she's go she tries to go through the motions and make the effort but she just can't do it she goes about it such the wrong way like it's too full-on squish squish squish, because she hasn't got those emotional connections so that woman's got a lot to answer for. She made a razor head look like Emmerdale Bloody Farm, sweetie. And she says it, that woman's got a lot to answer for. Gran's got a lot to answer for. She'd make a razor head look Is like... Is a razor head the bloke from the... Hellraiser. The Hellraiser. But... It's called Pinhead. So yeah. a razor head is a dark... Grim, industrially themed horror film. And she's saying compared to Gran, she's telling you a lot here because up till now, you you think of Gran as sweetness and light, skipping Mm -hmm. around, got to catch the post, you know, our holiday in the Rhineland with the clogs where granddad banged in the pegs. But Eddie's telling you it wasn't really like that. Gran was sterile. She was standoffish. Gran and Eddie's dad, they didn't know how to make a connection with her. You know, when there's that scene from season one where Eddie comes back after the night out and they're like, oh, we're still up. And when granddad dies and they say, oh, you know, he was scared stiff of Eddie and Eddie wasn't upset when her dad died because they weren't caring, nurturing people. Mm. Not to Sa- not to Eddie. They might be to Saf and she thinks, oh, Gran's so lovely. Well, at least Gran loved you. I know you never wanted me. I know I was a mistake. Pretty accurate so far. So this leads us into Patsy. The class A's have kicked in. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> she is, oh my God, I mean, she looks like King Kong there. She looks like <laughs> a <laughs> demon from hell. She looks hell. like something out of like, 
paranormal activity. Yeah, she looks like. So, oh, do you know what, Patsy? In oh, this really shot, scary. it's really freaking get a, out. Get a picture. It looks yeah. like something that would come at you from the corner of a dark room in a paranormal activity, or the conjuring, <laughs> or it would be like a flash up. Yeah, that's the jump to scare. make you jump. The conjuring. Oh my god, she looks like the nun from the conjuring. It's horrible. Oh god, that's terrifying. Oh, you little bitch troll from hell. Patsy is on one now. She's like, you ungrateful little bitch. We learn a lot in this next few seconds about Patsy's yeah. trauma, about her childhood. Oh, here we go. No, I never had friends or parties or presents. The first few years of my life, I was just locked in a room. Yeah, quite an experience. Ooh. Just to show us some sort of, a, not even affection, but... Where Eddie has lacked that affection from her mum and the some kind of gentleness and closeness and the bonding, Patsy has lacked any sort of attention at all. She even would have appreciated being kept at arm's length. She didn't mm. even have that. Part of her growing up was round Eddie's and a gran would make Pat something to, to dinner, eat yeah. and, you know, is your mum not feeding you again and all of that. Is your mother not feeding you, dear? Oh, you know what she's like. We can't have you turning into a great gangling what's-it. Patsy obviously lacked even more, maybe, yeah. than Eddie did. When Patsy just start, k- kicks off on this rant, Safi looks terrified. Yeah. No wonder Patsy is so jealous of Saf because she sees mm. Saf as having all the trappings of a great upbringing with a mum who gives her everything and shows her love, and she had literally nothing. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see what that birth experience Ooh. was like. Oh, it's pretty... Epic, I love it. Oh, ow! Come, come, rip it from me. Let me be free. Oh, oh, cut the cord, cut the cord. Patsy's mum is so extra. She's oh like next level God. extra. Could you be around her? No wonder yeah. she was wishing her dead when she was on her last yeah. day. I know. I mean, we knew she was like this from the flashback that we saw before yeah. when she was like, Don't stand in my path when I'm trying to express. There's a lot going on here. She's a lot. She is a lot. And she calls Patsy, you little mediocrity. She hasn't even been born yet. (laughs) She's not exactly set up for success, if that's what her mum's calling her. Come now into the world, you tiny mediocrity. I mean, the name she does call her. Good Lord. I name the child. Eurydice Colette. Clytemnestra, Dido, Bathsheba, Rabelais, Patricia, Cocteau, Stone. Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of, you remember that, oh, you know that program we always watch on Channel 4, that Secrets of the Sex Sauna or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's the black girl who has the baby. She goes away on leave and she has the baby and then she yes. comes back. Oh, she says what her kid's name is. She's like, I called my baby. This is my new baby girl. And the name is Petal Rose, Skadisha, and Marie Latrice Smith, Dash Smith, pet name Water. And she's got all these different names, and then she like, reels off the name, and then she's like, pet name Water. What kind is it, huh? Is it doing feet? Fee. The way she cuts the cord, look how handy oh. she's with those scissors. Mm. And she's so desperate for it as well. <laughs> she's done this a few times. She's yeah. a pro. Yeah. Bring me another one. Like exactly. She's she's done this a few times. It's not her first time no. at the scissor rodeo. Oof. <laughs> it sounds like a lesbian porn. <laughs> <laughs> now take it away. Bring me another lover. Well, 
dream sequence. That is one dream and one birth you'd want to forget. It's a nightmare. Ooh, yeah, man. it's a shame Patsy remembers that all so vividly. I mean, Patsy's not quite <laughs> well, considering. <laughs> yeah. But she's laying out what she feels now mm-hmm. to Saf, and it's what we were just saying a minute ago. Patsy resents Saf because Pat's saying, I could have gone uni. Yeah. I could have done those things. I could have been clever. And there you are rubbing my face in it. That's how I feel every episode of the pod when you do. I went to university. I'm like, oh, where did you go? <laughs> I went to college. I could have gone to university in all those wasted years. Now you are rubbing it in. Maybe Ooh. the people who reviewed Wheels on Fire and said this is all about people being horrible to a child, maybe they only watch this, this scene. scene. <laughs> because yeah. Patsy maybe does. Maybe they got this far and stopped. Doing yeah. It. I'm done. Patsy takes it to a whole other level of... <sighs> hatred and vitriol to Patsy here uh, to Safi and the things she says to Safi are pretty unforgivable the when I heard that Ed's was pregnant I told her to abort 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 I said chuck it down the pan bring me a knitting needle a knitting needle the incinerator was too good for you it's nasty it's nasty and Patsy throws out all the time, these put downs and yeah. horrible names. But this is this is the this is a this is beyond one. beyond. Like we said in the last episode of season one, we felt like slapping Eddie across the face. I'm glad that Saf steps up yeah, and she gives give Pat's a good wallop across the chops here yeah. because she deserved that, that and was then very some. much deserved. This monologue comes back. And it comes back in such a great way. I put my fingers in my ears. Those of who know, who watch it, you know, like super fans, you'll know. This line comes back and it's delivered so well. So at the end of the argument, after the slap, and Eddie separates them, and she's like, you know, you know, the more you argue, the less you hate or whatever. Safi and Patsy are standing on either side of Eddie, trying to vie for her affection, and Eddie doesn't know who to turn to. And I feel like they, they fade to black here and just show another little passage of time because they're just like, we don't know where we need to send her. Yeah. Either way yeah. is bad, so we just need to cut. And yeah, then yeah. we'll bring it back in fresh. Do a time jump. Yeah, a yeah. little bit of a time jump because we don't know where she should go or she doesn't know where she should go. And I reckon they probably all sat there inside. I reckon yeah. that's what happened. That was the time jump. Saf sat back down in the chair. Patsy sat back down in the sofa. Eddie didn't know where to turn and probably nobody spoke to each other for a it while. Just, yeah, just settled for a little bit and the chips fell because, yeah. yeah. The kettle chips fell on the floor. Absolutely. <laughs> when you were three years old, we tied you to the central reservation of a motorway. That could have been, when you were three days old, we left you outside the post office in oh. Aylesbury. Oh. <laughs> Elsie. Oh, bless her. She, you know. You find your way back. I'm all right. Yeah, yeah I found my way yeah. back, like it home in pigeon. pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> or if it was me, it could have been, when you were three days old, yeah. your dad stole my BMW and disappeared oh, for a week God. with his fancy woman. Peter, you're lucky you don't have one of these oh, trauma like stories. What was my birth like? It's beautiful, darling. When Safi asks what her birth was like and Eddie's like, it was beautiful, darling. I feel like that's literally what our mums just said to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dream sequence. We cut to Eddie and she reminds me a little bit of Judy Garland. She's very Dorothy. In this. Yeah, very Dorothy. The music even yeah. behind is very Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, no. Again, which leads me to think Dorothy was dreaming that whole time. She was never there. Is Eddie fabricating this as well? Was this exactly how it was? I, Who knows? But yeah, we're very much in Oz right now. 
Patsy looks like one of the X-Men in the first Fox movie reincarnations of it. She's given me a bit X-Men like yeah. a Oh, I feel suit. like she's just straight off the set of Avengers. That's how her yeah. hair was when she was in <laughs> yeah. Avengers. Yeah. And that whole, it's like a leather catsuit, like biker outfit, isn't it? It's like an all-in-one, or is it? I think the, so, but the, the, the colours of it and the leather, it looks like the original, like, Adam West Batmobile. Right, it yeah, does. It does, yeah. yeah. They may be drinkers, Robin, but they're also human beings. She looks like the Batmobile. <laughs> it's fashion. I she think looks she looks incredible. great. And incredible. They chuck, they chuck the drugs to her, so she's yeah. sorted. She's, she's, happy. she's well happy. The moment you were born, I knew I wanted you, darling. My church. My mummy wanted you, sweetie. Oh, yay. A little hug moment from Safi and um, Mummy. It's such a sweet moment. Yeah. And Safi looks genuinely pretty. Yeah, Safi's yeah. like, this is... Oh, I, I was wanted. Pretty Any cool. moment that Saf gets to hug Eddie, she really genuinely feels it and appreciates yeah. it. And she loves her mum so much. Yeah. And she just wants that affection from her mum. And in a way, that's all all three of them want. Mm, they really. want the affection from the person or the people that they love. Mm. And Patsy wants the attention from Eddie. She never had it from her mum. Saf wants it from Eddie. And mm. Eddie wants it from all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Full circle. It's but, nice. A little bit of healing. So in comes Gran. Listen to the comment that Eddie makes about her and being able to bond. Safi, are you all right? Why are you so close to your mother like that? Oh, we're just bonding. It's something you'd know about. Yeah, nothing you'd nothing know. Nothing you'd know about because bonding. her mum's cold. Her mum's never been mm-hmm. affectionate to her. Her mum's never been loving towards her, even though she portrays the mm. image of a lovely old... Gran's quite bonding the, with Safi though. Yeah, She's always hugging say. her and saying, you know, come to, come to Granny and step away from She's Mummy. Just sat right beside her then, yeah. grabbed her hand and checked. Yeah. She's okay. So she's, yeah. yeah. I think it comes with be it becoming a grandparent. Yeah, maybe. When Gran says to Saf, oh, Saf, you know you must never believe a word your mother says. <laughs> Does that mean Eddie spins a load of shit and you really shouldn't believe it because she just makes up what she needs to make up in the moment? Or... Is Gran the manipulator? <laughs> and gaslighting Safi. And Gran's like, oh, you know, you mustn't believe, you know, believe what Gran tells you. And Gran has think... been telling her shit. And Eddie just told her what it really was. But Gran wants Safi to believe a certain version of events. Mm. And Gran's actually manipulative. Is Gran a sociopath? I think she might be. I think she might be. She took all Eddie's <laughs> oh my clothes. God. Oh my God. She knew they were the dry cleaning but she stitched him in something else to make some coin she didn't ch- touch her child for 12 years no. she picked up her baby with rubber gloves and forceps oh, she no. fed pumped chemicals down it. she probably gave eddie munchausen's by proxy mm-hmm. telling eddie you've got this wrong with you you've got that wrong with you take this medicine this vaccine maybe oh that's what gran God. is like and so now so. eddie's gone she's like don't believe anything your mom says is gran oh. evil just the theory. Is this a we? Is this the like the theory the on YouTube point. where they have those videos that say that Jar Jar Binks was a Sith all along? Yeah, and they've got all the evidence. <laughs> yeah. is that what they say? Gran is a Sith. Gran is a Sith. She's oh, with a cloak on. It could be Emperor Gran. Palpatine. There, I yeah. it's Gran. Yeah, oh my god, have we just uncovered Gran is Palpatine's wife? <laughs> <laughs> that stupid bloody woman! Wow. Well, that's I mean, deep. There you go. Wow, that's welcome. nearly as deep you as that shag world. I got from Carpet Madness. <laughs> that's deep. That's madness. It is deep madness. <laughs> <laughs>
And then we finished with a little post-credit scene. So when Patsy earlier said, oh, but the day after referring to the birth. And I was like, oh, my God, I wonder what happened the day after. And it was that Eddie tried to get Saf adopted. Oh, adop- she tried to give Saf up. But then the adoption agent didn't turn up. So she was maybe just going to leave her. But then she obviously had a change of heart somehow. So that part of Eddie's version of events of the moment I saw you and I wanted you isn't quite true. Because she sat there looking her in the face going, what? Why is she looking at? Why is it looking at me? Oh, my God. So, again, maybe Gran... Wasn't lying to Zaffy. Don't believe what your mother says. No, Gran is still in Palpatine. I do like the Palpatine theory. And I think we need to keep an eye on that when we get to season three and beyond. (sighs) Okay. Yeah. I mean, what an interesting episode and a lot to come out of the backstories of our girls. It's very quite, yeah, it's quite deep, but there's a lot of layers to this episode. There's a lot of depth, a lot of. Like a she's an onion. A lot of layers. Yeah. Who is this episode? She's an onion. She's an onion. (laughs) Many layers. Many layers. But she does not stink. Mm. No. 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 You know, it's all about that, the pain and trauma that they've experienced in their lives and how this feeds into the pain and trauma they impose on each other. It's all inherited. It's all generational. You pass it down to your children. And they're carrying Mm. it on. They're perpetuating it. They are paying forward that trauma onto each other and is it ever going to change are there any takeaways for us in this episode any things that we Mm. can learn or exercise maybe from what we've seen from the characters but also in speaking to our mums don't leave your kids at the post office also i believe a bottle of gin won't do the job you may need to finish it up with a knitting needle right vera drake And I think we do all carry that trauma from our early life. Oh, yeah, for sure. Through to how we oh, are yeah, now. I think as you get older, you definitely see that. Because I think you always, well, me growing up, I was always like, my family's like fully normal and everyone yeah. else is messed up. And then as you get older, you're like. Oh, uh, do you think as you get issues. older, you're able to look at yourself from outside a bit more and to be more pragmatic about what your trauma is and say, that has caused me to act like that. It's like Saf is an adolescent and she's going through it and she's acting the way she is because she can't see from outside yet. And you would think maybe Patsy and Eddie should be able to, but they can't either, even though they're older. Safi can see what's being done to her, but then she projects it onto Bubble when she like takes piss out of Bubble. So she's it's still yeah. being passed down. It passed, it's always passed down. Yeah. I've got one. Bombay mixes are not a party not food you should bring when you have friends round. No. I am, however, here for a bottle of Krug. Wow, so on board. I don't that think it'll become a habit because it's no, a little no. outside of the price point for my habit. But, but it was you know, delicious. it was worth it for the end of season. Ooh. We are not going to be back for a little while. We're having a sabbatical, I believe. Is that the right word? Before <laughs> we come back for season three, we're going to take a little break. Thank you all so much for listening to season two of Wheels on Fire. We have loved making it, watching the shows and talking about them. And if you loved it, please, please, please give us a nice review. It really helps the podcast grow and get seen by more people. So if you can just take a couple of seconds just to write something nice and give us five stars only, then we'd really appreciate it. So please tag your friends. Let them know we exist. Share the love. Share our memes. It's the way we get noticed. It's the way we kind of spread the positivity and joy, which is Wheels on Fire pod. And we will be back with season three as always. Cheers, sweetie. Thanks, darling. Cheers, thanks a lot. Bombay mix. <laughs>